And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. Welcome to the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, we have a really real deal program for you folks. Uh, My home state of Virginia is still making news all over these United States of America, and I am uh, really uh, pleased that these events are occurring. And I know there there are many people that, that, you know, they, they, they want it to just go away, okay? Uh, but the times we live in, folks, uh, these are times of truth, okay? And when you have, um, I mean, even in the natural world, when a, when a cold air mass comes in contact with a, a warm uh, air mass, that creates thunder and lightning and rain, Okay. And, um, or if it's, you know, if it's, if it's a really cold air mass, it, it might be snow or, you know, it, 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 it just, but it doesn't create pleasantness. Okay. So, I mean, even in the natural world, we see these things, they work themselves out how much more so in the spiritual world. And there's no one that can deny that these are spiritual battles we're having. Okay. And now I don't mean, you know, and I'm not going to get into what, you know, I'm not a theologian. Okay. I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simple, I'm a simple little country boy from Charles city, Virginia. Okay. And, you know, I look at things in a very direct manner. Uh, you know, I, I, I do as best I can to study the word of God, to study history, to study science. I've been studying these things all my life and blessed and honored to have, have uh, interviewed some really, really brilliant people, people who are scholars. Okay. I've I've interviewed literally hundreds of these people over, over a, a uh, 10 plus 10 plus year career in radio being right here behind this microphone, bringing you the hatchet of truth, bringing it and slinging it. As I like to say, and I'm a real easy guy to, to, to figure out, okay? I love good. I hate evil, okay? It's, it's not complicated, all right? You don't have to be a brain surgeon to figure, 
these things out, okay? One plus one equals two. One plus one does not equal what I need it to equal, nor does it equal what I want it to equal, okay? One plus one equals what it equals, and it equals two, okay? Uh, A male and a female, they get together. They get to know one another in the biblical way. And if it's at the right time of the month, you no longer have two people. You now have, you have three people there, at least three. It might be twins, might be triplets. But the third person is its own separate creation. And it had, it got created by the permission of God. Okay. Even if the male and the female were in their own minds, maybe they were not fulfilling the, the will of God. You know, they might, who knows, they, they might've been fornicating, you know, they might've been c- committing adultery. It may have been, you know, some violence attached. There are all kinds of ways that males and females get together and produce children. But however their intention was, if that child got born, that was by the permission of God. And only God has the right to take life. Now, there are many people that do not believe in God. I believe in God. I believe I am a creation of God. I believe I am here by the permission of God. And as a matter of fact, I was not, you know, I'm not going to go into details, but I was not born in perfect circumstances, okay? My life was not, uh, you know, Ward Cleaver, okay? I was not Beaver, all right? Dad, I I have a little problem. Can I come to your office, sit down, and discuss it with you, please? Why, yes, Beaver. Come right in, son. You know, nobody was going to say that to me. Uh, Why, yes, Craig. You know, come right in, son. What's on your mind today? Okay, that was not my life, okay? I thank God for my mother. I do, because I was born in very uncongenial circumstances, the types of circumstances where high-minded people, that they act like they're doing you a favor, Okay, they would say, "Oh, well, yeah, well, she can get rid of that." And the the that the the the, the you know that they were referred to as a thing that would have been me. That would have been me. You can you can get rid of that, and that does not please the heavenly Father. That grieves. That grieves our heavenly Father. And now. People have all types of agendas, and there are many men that act like, and I talked to a man not too long ago. As a matter of fact, at the women's uh, forum, I was the moderator. And, you know, this man acted like he was like the biggest champion of women. Now, he happened to be a black guy, but the joker kind of reminds me, and I don't, maybe I shouldn't say joker. He's a nice guy. I know the guy. (laughs) Let me let me calm down a little bit here, but I'm I'm very exercised over the this 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 uh this whole Ralph Northam, Justin Fairfax uh, a border side issue, blackface you know the 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 Democrat double standard. I'm very exercised by all of this, and I'm and I'm getting to a point here that 
this this guy that pretended to be the champion for women, he reminds me of when white guys pretend that they love black people more than I do. He and I've been black for almost fifty eight years, and you and you have a white guy. You know, I'm in in over over my radio career, I've had more than one, quite a few white guys, neoliberals, call up and act like I'm wrong and they're right. Like he knows more about being black than I know, you know. And this this guy, he acted like he knew more about women. There were three women on the panel that were Christian conservative women that were not taking the typical Democrat stance on these uh, phony women's issues that come up. Like what was at that phony march? They 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 lie when they call it the woman's march, but they told the truth the first year because the first year they had that silly march. They call it the nasty woman's march. And these those women they want the right. They they applauded what um, Governor Cuomo did up in New York, and they were in favor of what Governor Northam attempted to do in Virginia. Okay, to the point where. You know, some knuckle dragger with a with a what's that T-shirt? They call it a wife beater, a beater. You know, some knuckle dragger could beat his girlfriend up, cause her to miss. She's pregnant, cause her to miscarry. And if the law is being true, he would be guilty of murder. But they want to make the law so he would only be guilty of assault. And they say we who are the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition, they say we are the ones that hate women. Our men are more likely to marry the women with whom we have children than Democrat men are. And I'm, and for the life of me, I can't figure out why year after year after year, I'm the only media personality that will cite that statistic, and I've never been challenged on it. Never. We're going to take our first break. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army, military groups like Special Operations, Wounded Warriors, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance, and there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the FirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia. Great. 
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly, <clears throat> your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I want to share <clears throat> a little something with you here. It's from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 7. It's instructions. Stand in the gates of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye Judah, that enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. And there's a lot in that chapter. I'm not going to read the whole chapter to you, but... Basically, God is saying that you need to amend your ways. I should say we need to amend our ways and our doings. It further says to trust not in lying words. Do not oppress the stranger, the fatherless, the widow. Do not shed innocent blood. Do not walk after other gods. Then I will cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers forever and ever. It asks a question. Will ye steal? Will ye murder? Will ye commit adultery? Will ye swear falsely all these things we see done over and over and over and God gave every last one of us free will Democrat governor of my home state of Virginia Ralph Northam says with his lips that he is a Christian He's obviously trained in science. The man is a medical doctor, not just any type of medical doctor. I mean, he's not a, you know, he, he's, he's not a dentist. He's, he's, he's not a, um, co- you know, what, cosmetic. He doesn't do facelifts and, you know, he doesn't work on your toes. This, this man is a pediatrician. Okay, he... He's trained to know that he he understands cell division and when life begins. So just like you and I have decisions to make 
about what we're going to believe. Now, I just read you the word of God says, don't, don't believe in the lies now. So in other words, people will lie to you. Don't believe it. And so Dr. Ralph Northam, Democrat governor of uh, Virginia, along with Democrat uh, governor of New York, uh, Cuomo, uh, Cuomo succeeded in getting his evil written in the law book. Ralph Northam did not yet succeed, you know, and I think it, it, it failed by one vote. So elections do matter for you Christians out there that think you can just live your life in your prayer closet and you're not going to vote. You don't, you don't want to hear it. You know, I don't know, you know, some, maybe this turns some of them off. They've already switched and turned into something uh, more gentler. Okay. That's fine. You know, that's fine. But uh, this is not a gentle age we live in. And, um, you know, my big brother, I just pulled up here. <laughs> uh, Google this sometimes. Did Jesus ever say anything mean? Okay. <laughs> It'll just blow you away. All this red here, you hypocrite. Is the hypocrite is used so many times here. Blind guides. That's a good one there. Woe to you, blind guides, you fools and blind men. And it's, I mean, you serpents and you brood of vipers, you foolish ones. Okay. And I could go on and on with that. But, you know, the thing here in, in my home state of Virginia is that that instruction book that I spoke about, that instruction book is not for non-believers It's for believers. And so again, uh, Dr. Ralph Northam has made his choice. Uh, we'll take the call on the other side of the break, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost at a break, and I want to be fair to the caller. Uh, so just have them hold on, please. But as we, we're, we're uh, less than two minutes, about a minute and a half to the bottom of the hour news break. But these people, they have their choices, and you have your choices. And it's a shame that in this nation, in 2019, we're so evenly divided between Republican and Democrat. And in my home state of Virginia, it's the same thing, that Republicans are barely holding on. Um, or uh, A Republican in the, in the White House, Democrats run Congress. And the prophet Elijah said something very profound, but yet very simple. He just said to choose. He said, how long, how long will, he was speaking to Israel, how long will you vacillate between two opinions? In other words, make your mind up. This is not rocket science. It really is not, okay? Now, either these babies have the right to life from God or there is no God, and so the, the governors and the presidents and the congressmen, the people in authority, they are the ones with the right. It, it cannot be both, okay? It cannot be both. And so you have to choose, is your freedom a gift from God, or do the people that we elect have the power to overrule that and overrule you and your freedom? We're going to take that break right now. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. 
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Man's World Radio, bringing it and slinging it, and uh, we make no excuses uh, here. Uh, really, you know, if, if someone's feelings get hurt, you know, that's just tough. I think these people are evil, and uh, period. Uh, uh, is the caller still on the line? All right. Yeah, Edison, uh, what's on your mind today? Oh, I tell you, I, I'm so glad you're at 4 o'clock uh I just I, I tell you I really enjoy your shows and you're well, just a wonderful you. guy. I, I, I've always supported you, sir. I, in all due respect, this two two points. Uh, this conception of life begins in the womb, and and and, and only God can give life. And, and this doctor, he knows this. Yes, okay, sir. they 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 know that you know cell reproduction, uh, in cell division, uh, two stones cannot cell divide. Okay, yes, only sir. only life can do that. Yes, sir. And, you know, it breaks my heart. You know, I want to tell you something. I was born. My mother wasn't married when I was born. But she loved me. Mm-hmm. And she cared about me. Yeah. And my father married her and he raised me. And he did right now as a God. But mm-hmm. regardless of that, every child has a right to be born. And I want to say one other thing, sir. And then I, I won't hold up. But if a man can't. If he isn't going to take time to investigate an accus- uh, uh, allegation about him being in a in a in a book in college, yeah, uh, uh, and he he doesn't investigate that, and then he admits to it, and then he claims, well, oh, I, 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 I no, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> if he's not going to look out for his own interest, what would he do for me, sir? And well, I bid you good. This is yes, a, sir. okay. Well, thank you, Edison. <laughs> thank you. Well, the, the the thing about you know, the, if if a person's a Democrat. And they're elected. In my book, that person is just wicked. Okay, there's too much knowledge out here uh, for and for a person that's educated. I mean, just let's let's look at the record here of of what the Democrat Party uh, represents. Okay, Uh, slave ownership, Jim Crow, Willie Lynch. They were against civil rights for blacks. They were against women's voting. They favor a border side, 57 million and counting. Uh, they claim to love blacks, but uh, 25 million of those 57 million were black. In many cities, more black babies are aborted than are born alive. My hometown of Richmond, Virginia, is one of those cities. New York City is one of those cities. Okay. Yes. Now, after they've uh, ruined uh, black America because... Black America did not have uh, 88% illegitimate birth rate back when blacks voted Republican a hundred and some odd years ago. The black marriage rate uh, in in the early 19th century, in the early 20th century, the black marriage rate was 88%, which was 2% higher than the white marriage rate, 88 to 86. And so nowadays, a black person watching the, the news and they see these statistics that are constantly cited. They constantly cite these statistics that, you know, 88% of black babies are born out of wedlock. Okay. Yes. And so, the you know, for the young person that does not know history, they would think, well, wow, black folks are forever, all they've ever done is uh, done a bunch of humping like rabbits. Okay. Yes, They're just a bunch of sex fiends. They don't believe in marriage. They don't believe in order. They just want to they just want to hump. OK, and you see these rappers and this is what they sing. OK, oh, I did it to her till I made a sweat. 
oh, yeah, look at her booty. I mean, it's stupid stuff, okay? And then when I was a young man, the singers, the, the black singers, they would, you know, they would say, God bless you. You make me feel brand new. You know, my That's girl, what I'm talking about. you know, I want to <laughs> hold your hand. That was even the low down Beatles. I want to yeah. hold your hand, you know, innocent stuff, you know, yes. romance, yes. love. Okay. It wasn't, you know, they, it wasn't something, you know, animal like it was, it was beautiful. And so you, you, you know, and you, you go from one extreme of, a black child was the most likely child in America to have the mother and the father in their home. Now to this extreme where these men, they're like animals. They're like, you know, they're like a bunch of gorillas. They go and just make babies and then go make another one over here. Oh, I think I'll make another one over here. You know, some of these basketball players have 10, 12 babies all over the place, you know, and then they end up, they bankrupt. <laughs> anyway, we're up against it's another true. we're up against another break, Addison. Thank <laughs> All right, brother Chris. Thank thank you for the call. All right. Y'all too. We're gonna take a break here. We'll be right back. What they do they smile in your face. All the time they wanna take your place, the backstabbers. Backstabbers, they smile in your face. All the time they wanna take your place, the backstabbers. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. And, you know, we could really all take a page from Michael Jackson and look at the man in the mirror because I tell you, all this mess up at the top, they're there because we put them there, okay? So you all out there that are Democrats that you vote for this crap, you have one type of, uh, you have a sin of commission. And all you weak Republicans that refuse to fight, you have a sin of omission, okay? Because there's no way that these jokers are ever supposed to have won. This is a 70% Christian nation. This is a 70% center-right nation. My home state of Virginia is 72% uh, Christian and 72% center-right, okay? So how do you have a 72% center-right state and all these Democrats running everything and it, and it, across the nation? How do you have a 70% Christian nation and all these crazy Democrats running Congress. It's ridiculous. There's sin all around, sins of commission and sins of omission. Okay. And, you know, these, the, uh, you know, it's, you know, everybody has a smartphone on their hip now or in their pocket, everyone. And so you have right at your fingertips, you have all this information. Okay. Democrats don't have a leg to stand on. Not a leg to stand on, okay? It, 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 it's all this is open. This is why they're trying to get rid of um, Dr. Northam. Because, for one thing, when he was talking about their border side, he referred to the infant as an infant. And they like to say fetus. They don't like to say infant, okay? But being that he's a pediatrician, you know, the doctor in him came out in an evil kind of clinical Dr. Mingale 
uh, kind of way or Dr. Gosnell kind of way, the doctor in him, as far as his terminology, he used accurate terminology, okay? If he was like one of these uh, crazy activist women with a, with a pink vagina hat on her head, you know, looking like a fool, you know, kind of woman that nobody would want to marry, you know, running around uh, hollering a bunch of nonsense about Trump. You know, the first real man we've had as president since Ronald Reagan. OK. And yeah, and I, 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 I meant that there was not a slip of the tongue. OK. The Bushes were weak, both of them. OK. All that love Islam. OK. These people, they want to kill us. You know, President Bush, oh, Islam is a religion of peace. Yes, uh, these are bad people. They want to degrade a great religion, Islam. You know, he can't even say Islam. Ridiculous. And so you got your first real man president since Ronald Reagan, okay? The first one that actually loves the common man, you know, for all his personal faults, you know, and just for the record, his long list of personal faults is nowhere near as long as mine, okay? So if they, if they say line, the sinners line up, and if the president tried to go first, I'd grab him by his blonde hair and yank him back. So no, Mr. President, maybe you can go second, but you cannot go first. Okay, so I'm, you know, I'm not one of these Republicans that likes to just uh, jump on um, President Trump. These people, they make me sick with that mess, you know. And I hear everybody thinks. Ben Shapiro is so great. Little young whippersnapper, still wet behind the ears, talks about President Trump, you know, as though he's the elder and Trump is the young boy. I mean, grow up, please. You know, you want to do an analysis, do an analysis. But leave this mess alone of nitpicking. You know, you got all this Democrat mess and you can't, the Republicans will not nitpick the Democrats, but Republicans will nitpick each other over silly little stuff, okay? And when I beat up on Republicans, I beat them up because they simply will not take plain old truth and go after Democrats and act like they're in a real battle. That's it. That's my main issue with Republicans, okay? Now, I'm not going to pick a, uh, take any Republican, even if he's a low-fat Republican. I'm not going to pick the man's character apart or a woman. I'm not going to do that. But I just want to encourage you out there, if you're if you're a low-fat Republican, if you're listening, I want to encourage you that God's holy word, the most oft-repeated phrase in it is fear not. And you don't you don't have to fear, okay? And don't let these people get in your face and, and try to be righteous. The Bible, you know, you need a real spiritual advisor. I don't know who your spiritual advisor is, but you need to fire Reverend Chickenfoot and get you a shown off. Uh, you know, a, a, a paint peeling pastor, somebody that can quote the word of God and, and literally peel paint off the wall. OK, because that's the word of God is like that. OK, it's sometimes it's a gentle rain. Sometimes it's thunder. OK, and in the situation this nation is, we need more thunder. OK, now, after we save the nation, then we can go back to the gentle rain. All right. But there's a time for everything, as the book of Ecclesiastes says. All right. And you you have to understand the times in which you live. And you got all these people, 57 million abortions, 25 of those million, you know, over half or not quite over half, close to half, 40, 48, 49 percent. But blacks make up 13 percent of the nation and almost half. So 
the, the your numbers are almost quadrupled, tripled, triple plus some, okay? Represented in this particular category. And the people you vote for, they personally get rich and powerful. And they keep the little guy angry at Republicans. And they do the same thing to a lot of you white Democrats out there. It's not just the black Democrats they do this to. You know, all you jokers out there that call yourselves, um, you know, union men. And, you know, I vote Democrat because the Democrat, they they look out for the little guy. I'm a union man. You know, they don't look out for the man that signs your check, okay? And when you jokers out there understand what it feels like to sign the front of the check because you love signing the back of the check. But somebody had to sign the front of that check in order for you to sign the back of the check. And these people, they just teach you how to hate. Hate the rich man. Hate the white man. Hate the Christian because the Christian won't say that you can get to heaven some way other than through Jesus Christ. Well, that's our faith. You don't going to tell me I can't say that? The Muslim gets to say what he wants to say. And I can't say that the only way to get to heaven is through faith in Jesus Christ. And so we'll call, we'll call haters. That is what the definition of a Christian is. And if you do not believe that, I'm sorry, you're not a Christian. I would like you to be one, but so far, you know, there's a little communication gap here. Okay. So maybe on the other side of the break, <laughs> we can sit down and reason together. We're going to take that break right now, folks. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I would like to remind you folks that we do have a a website, thereallyrealdeal.com. Uh, check it out sometime. Make it one of your favorites, please. And when you go to our website, and again, the name of the website is just like the name of the radio program here, thereallyrealdeal.com, thereallyrealdeal.com. When you go there, please sign up uh, to receive our newsletter. And uh, we never, ever, ever share your content uh, with anyone. We don't sell it. We don't rent it. We don't share it uh, anyway uh, whatsoever. And if you uh, feel like becoming a watchman on the wall uh, alongside me uh, to make sure that the type of truth we deliver and in the, the, the tough, unapologetic, unapologetic way that we deliver it, if that is something you would like to see continue, uh, and if you are the giving type, uh, we do have a donate button right there on that uh, website. Freedom uh, really is not free. Now, and and thank you, by the way. Uh, I, we, we really, really uh, appreciate that. But now uh, I want to get back on this issue. I never did kind of close the loop on Fairfax and his what's going on with him. You know, he has a, a, a an allegation of sexual assault that's about 15 years old. Now, he says it's consensual. Uh, the woman says otherwise. And the Washington Post, you know, all these different media outlets, you know, everyone's giving him the benefit of the doubt, just like they're giving Northam. There are a lot of people calling for Northam to resign. But, you know, imagine if this was a Republican, there would be, you know, people would have stormed the, um, 
you know, they they would have stormed the state house by now. Okay, and so there's a a huge difference. You look at how a lot of these people treated Brett Kavanaugh when there was no a- absolutely zero evidence. Okay, and this chick Kamala Harris, you know, she just wants this Justin Fairfax. She wants to get the Negro in there, get the white guy out, and get the Negro in. That's what she wants, so he can pave the way for her. That's really what that's about, okay? And also, they want to get rid of Northam because of his honesty about the brutality of the aborticide procedures and what it really means. He used the term infant. He did not use the term fetus. And so he has to go. But you know, you look at how the uh, this, this blackface was never an issue when um, Ted Danson uh, did a blackface and right in front of his girlfriend, Whoopi Goldberg, okay? It was not a problem when all these uh, so-called comedians do it at night, okay? Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Sarah Silverman, all right? They do blackface. Uh, they do this all the time. And it's like, it's hip, it's cool, it's edgy, okay? And so they dig up this thing with Northam, and Northam denies it, but... All these Negro politicians and Negro preachers, they are upset over that. And there's a 35-year-old picture, whether he did it or not. But they are not upset over 25 million abortions in the black community that they say with their lips, with their lips they say that I love you and I represent you. With their lips they say that. What What are they saying with their actions? We're going to take a quick break. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, yeah, I forgot to give a shout-out to the Patriots here. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, – well, I used to be a big football fan, played, played a little football, and uh, really, really um, – Actually, I love the game. Uh, I've just, you know, as life has moved on, I've, I've just gotten to be so incredibly busy. You know, uh, there's there's not a whole lot of uh, recreation time. And one of the things that had to go was was my love of uh, football, basketball. And then, of course, it doesn't it doesn't help that, you know, nowadays, you know, these these guys, they're so thuggish and so out there, you know, you you ask people to uh, come to the game. People like sports because it's an opportunity to get away from things like what what we're discussing here on on this radio program. See, I'm I'm in I'm actually engaged in the battle. So when you tune in to Brother Craig the Hatchet Man, you you expect to hear from a warrior. Okay, that's what I am. I am a warrior. But when you tune into a football game, a basketball game. That's like that's your downtime, and you don't want to hear that. National anthem plays, which Gladys Knight did a beautiful job, by the way. And we're—I'm uh, not sure exactly what day, but we're going to have her as a guest 
uh, coming up soon right here on The Really Real Deal. I'm really looking forward to that, okay? I remember, you know, from when I was very, very young, you know, she was a big megastar uh, back in the 70s. But, the uh, when, you know, when the anthem plays, that's for those two or three minutes, we're not Republicans and Democrats. For those two or three minutes, we're not black and white. We're not rich and poor. We're not young and old, okay? We're not patriots and rams. We're not redskins and cowboys. For those two or three minutes, okay, and see, and this is the beauty of President Trump who got on the right side of this and for the the people in this nation that are on the right side of it. And this is where it's wrong with these people that say, oh, well, you know, you're supposed to let the athlete uh, just let him have his moment of protest. And so what? He has socks on that show police officers as pigs. Okay. So, you know, big deal. That's his right. And yeah, it's, it's his right. But just because you have the freedom to do something doesn't mean that it's wise, that it's proper, uh, that it's good for society. And it is not good for society. It is not good. And I'm just so glad that President Trump spoke up. And I think his speaking up was very helpful in the, helping the NFL to get rid of that that foolishness. And, you know, I didn't watch the whole game. I, I might have watched five minutes of the game. I watched the last one minute and six seconds. The game was already decided by then. And, uh, you know, in the first half it was on. I was writing what, you know, look, look up every now and then. You know, like I said, it's, it's, it, it's not a big deal. Um, when I was a big football fan, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers were winning back-to-back championships. That's back when I was playing high school football when the uh, Steelers uh, were winning. And so I'm, you know, just always been a Steeler fan just because that, you know, as a, as a kid, they were my team. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I admire, uh, and the Patriots, by the way, they finally got number six, so they caught us. Okay. But, um, you know, it's, and it's appropriate that a team named the Patriots won and it's appropriate that a bunch of jokers that uh, opened their big, fat mouths up and said, I am not going to go to the White House after the Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> it's very appropriate that they lost because now there's, it's not an issue. You're not going to the White House, nor are you going to be invited to the White House, okay? Now, I would, I'll go out on a limb here. I don't, I, like I said, I don't really watch football that much anymore. But um, and have not for many, many, many years, and it's even worse in basketball. You know, they so they're so vile, and it's it's just it's just ridiculous. You know, it look like look like a bunch of thugs and a bunch of gangsters. At least in football, if they look like a gangster, they got equipment on, and I can't see it. Okay, but um, the 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 attitudes out there, um, they're just real ugly attitudes. You know, it's got this one guy calls himself King James and he says he's the greatest of all time. And I, I seem to remember someone asking Kareem Jabbar if he were the greatest of all time. And he gave a most elegant and dignified answer. He said, I don't know who the greatest of all time really is, but I would just be honored if when the conversation is held, that my name would come up. You see, and that's, 
you know, that so that the, 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 there's something is lost in translation of handing off morals and just common sense to this generation that's out here now. And that's really a failure on the part of the baby boomer gen- generation. Uh, the baby boomers, you know, and, and Kareem Jabbar, he's a baby boomer. And, you know, he gave that very dignified, that very elegant answer. But, you know, I don't know how his personal children comport themselves. But as a society and as a generation, there's there's a lot there to be desired, okay, because the handoff was not smooth, okay, to use a football terminology, all right? It just it was not smooth, and there was a great big fumble, um, with, you know, with these guys and, and the way they comport themselves. And, you know, and I, I remember back when, uh, when, when black athletes would protest um, in the 60s, well, I was like real young. I, that My only remembrance of that really is from watching uh, historical documentaries because obviously I'm not old enough to have actually witnessed it. But, you know, being a, a, a huge fan of history, I've studied these things, and they were very, they were just so very dignified, okay? I remember Jim Brown always had a suit on, and his playbook, he put his playbook in a briefcase and put a suit on to go to football practice because he said, look, this is my business. I'm a businessman. Okay, I'm going I'm going to work. And so they were just they were very dignified. And so, you know, when they would march with uh, Dr. King and others, uh, you know, they were uh, they always they tended to have a, 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 a white shirt, a tie and a jacket on. Okay, and I saw something recently uh, in Washington that was very reminiscent of that era. And it was a bunch of black Republicans uh, marching. This was uh, uh, three or four months ago uh, up in Washington. They were mostly young black men and women. Every man had on a white shirt, you know, not a multicolored shirt or, you know, nothing wrong with, uh, I'm just saying, they, they these these young men and women, they were sharp, okay? Uh, and if you, and as a matter of fact, I posted on my Facebook page a picture of them uh in a very dignified way, marching down a street in Washington, D.C. with signs. I think their sign said, Blexit and walkaway movement. Okay, Blexit is like the black exit from the Democrat Party. And then the walkaway movement is, you know, to walk, walk away from the Democrat Party. Because most Democrats are historical Democrats. They don't really understand what the Democrat Party is about. They just inherited that ideology from their parents. And they just... Uh, the lies have been told forever and ever and ever that Republicans hate everyone. And like I said in the first hour, even this foolishness of Republicans hate women, you know, Hillary tried that. Kamala Harris, she's going to try it again. Okay? Didn't work with Hillary. I don't, I pray that it won't work with Kamala Harris. But the fact of the matter is that Republican men are much more likely than Democrat men to honor the women that they marry, that they have children with, to honor them with marriage. And, they, you know, and so, but it's the Republican men that supposedly hate women. It's the Democrat men that spitefully use women, uh, just use them for sex like you would a whore on the street. This is what they do. Okay. Ted Kennedy, John Kennedy, 
um, John Edwards, Jesse Jackson. The list is long, okay? The list is long. And these are Democrat men that they spitefully use these women. And, you know, Justin Fairfax is being accused. And because he's a Democrat, is they're going to treat him the same way they treated Ted Kennedy, John Kennedy, John Edwards. They're not going to make a big deal of it. But a Republican, there'd be no evidence at all, like with uh, Brett Kavanaugh, and it's totally made up, and it's a media circus for two months, all right? And so folks need to just wake up. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to have uh, Chris Shores, Chris and Diana Shores, and they're going to talk about the Commonwealth for Life, the March on Richmond. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army, military groups like Special Operations, Wounded Warriors, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance, and there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. The place, if you like the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition, this is the place. And, folks, we have a very good friend uh, of the cause here, and uh, it is Chris Shores uh, who is joining us and. Uh, Chris and his wife, uh, they are the organizers of the event that I've been telling you about, uh, the Commonwealth for Life, the March on Richmond, which is coming up this week, Thursday, February 7th, from 10 in the morning to 1 in the afternoon. And, Chris, thank you so much for joining us, and, and thank you for all you do. You've been out in the trenches as long as I have, brother. <laughs> well, thank well, thank you, and thank you, Craig, for having us, and and thanks to your listeners for uh, for tuning in, and and we're excited about this event. I think it's going to be a fantastic opportunity um, to talk about the culture of life here in the Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah, and I'm actually on your Facebook page right now, the uh, Commonwealth for Life uh, Facebook page. So, folks, you all need to go to that uh, page and uh, you know share share with folks. Uh, why you wanted to do this and your and your thoughts on this the beginning of it and and what it seems to have morphed into at this point it seems well, like the people you. are ready yes absolutely well thank you this is truly a grassroots effort um my wife and i have been um as you mentioned we've been been in the trenches a long time and so we've been been involved in a lot of causes and issues around the 
around the Commonwealth for a long time of the conservative movement. And, um, of course, the pro-life movement being preeminent to to part of that and, and something that we spent a lot of time working in and, and focusing on over the last, you know, 26 years. And so um, we had, after after our governor made comments um, the other day on, on the Ask the Governor program and um, advocating for infanticide, um, you know, we received, you know, dozens and dozens of folks calling us and asking us, what are we going to do about this? What are mm-hmm. we, you know, how are we going to respond to this? And so, um, you know, my wife and I prayed about it and we talked to a number of people and, uh, we joined with, a uh, um, millennial, um, director, um, a guy who directs, uh, an, um, outreach for, um, you know, trying to get millennials involved in the movement. Mm-hmm. And so we reached out to him and we talked about it and we said, you know, let's, Let's get a time to together to go to the Capitol. We'll invite some folks and, you know, we'll have a time of prayer and, and maybe sharing. And so it started out, we thought we might have, you know, 100, maybe 200 people show up at the bell tower at the Capitol. Um, and within 24 hours, we were well over 1,000 people mm-hmm. wanting to be involved. And within 48 hours, we, we've got now over 3,000 people. Um, we have at least 20 buses coming, mm-hmm. um, vans, churches, carloads of individuals all over uh, the Commonwealth. And actually now I've heard from people from both West Virginia and Tennessee now who are mm-hmm. coming. So yeah. it's just been a fantastic um, opportunity for us. And it truly is a grassroots effort. Yeah. Yeah. And this really shows that <clears throat> people really understand this issue a lot better than previous generations did. And, you know, for like you're saying, you're doing outreach to millennials. Millennials have so much more access to, accurate medical information, uh, you know, even videos in utero, uh, more so than their parents and their grandparents did, you know, back in the Roe v. Wade days of the 70s. You know, I I remember the first time I saw uh, a sonogram, you could barely make out what it was. Not so today. No, no, not at all. And and that's, you know, and, and the other thing is, is Craig, and, and, and it is that, you know, a lot of people may not realize, but one in four women here in the Commonwealth um, have been touched by abortion in, in one way or the other. One mm-hmm. in four women, one in four families. Um, and there's a lot of fathers out there, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this, this certainly has had quite an impact on, um, on, on the fathers as well and, and so the men. And so this has really just been um, – this is just really, I think, a unique opportunity um, mm-hmm. for us to, to speak out on this issue. And there's so many testimonies and so many folks who have had experiences um, with this issue that really just um, you know want, want to come out and want to speak and want to share their testimony and want to share their story. And uh, it's just going to be a great opportunity of prayer and a great opportunity for people to talk about Mm-hmm. Um, to talk about their own life experiences and how this affects real people yes. um, every day. Yes, yes. And I'm, you know, and I'm honored and humbled to be, you know, one of the many speakers uh, there and uh, really looking forward to sharing. And it's just going to be great to, to have thousands of Christians. Uh, we we really will be surrounded by love. Uh, you know, hopefully the haters won't show up uh, um, you know, we've had, um, I've been at other pro-life events and, uh, typically, you know, 15 or 20 of them will show up with some signs, but you know, they, they, we won't even notice them with, uh, without the thousands that I think, uh, are going to show up and folks really need to get there early. And, uh, now do you have satellite areas? Um, because the downtown definitely cannot handle 
all that traffic. So where are the satellite locations if people want to drive there and maybe hop a bus? That is correct. We are working on that right now. And if you would, um, we can direct people to um, uh, www.virginiafirst, that's V-A, the word first, foundation.org. And folks can go to our website and there's information on there about parking um, and, and just general information about the event. Um, also, the Common Commonwealth for Life um, site as well. We'll be posting um, information there. I, I think Willow Lawn is going to, uh, there's an area there of parking that mm-hmm. will be available and there will be a shuttle um, from there, but there will be other satellite locations as well. And we're, we're working on all that right now. As this event continues to grow, mm-hmm. um, we're continuing to grow with it. So um, if you just would, would I would, you know, ask your listeners to uh, go to those websites and, and check out uh, uh, closely there and, and stay involved with the, uh, with that and more information will be posted um, as we get it. VirginiaFirst.org, and what was the other one? Commonwealth for Life. Oh, okay, Commonwealth for Life. All yep. right, yeah, I, we really appreciate it. And thank you so much for, for you and Diana doing this and for all that you've done over the years, Chris. Uh, we, you know, you're a true champion, a, a true brother in Christ, and uh, we, you know, my big issue is getting – Christians and conservatives to fight back. And obviously, you know, I never encourage our side to fight in the same way that the other side fights, because one of the things we have to do is we have to use truth when we fight, but we do have to fight. Absolutely. And and you, you have shown a willingness to do that. So, you know, I just want to say thank you. Now we got about a minute to break. So your final thoughts. Well, my final thoughts are this. I know there's a lot going on. There's a lot of news swirling around um, our capital right now and related to um, our governor and everything that's going on and a number of really critical issues. But this really got the, the, the firestorm really began um, when a uh, delegate from northern Virginia put forward a bill. And when questioned on the bill, admitted that the, the bill would include abortion up until the uh, up until the minute of birth. The governor took it an additional step. Um, he coldly calculated, calculatedly laid out a scenario um, mm-hmm. where, where a baby would be terminated after birth. And I think this has really shocked the conscience of our Commonwealth, and it shocked the conscience um, of, of people to wake up and pay mm-hmm. attention that this has always been the agenda of the left. It's yeah. just they've never talked about it in such stark terms. Yeah. And so now's the time to fight back, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, it's, it's time to speak out, fight back, stand up. And this thank opportunity you so much. is going to be given um, yes. for, for people to do just that. Yeah, well, thank you, and God bless you. And I will see you there Thursday morning, 10, 10 a.m. Actually, I'll be early. But God bless well, you, brother. Looking forward to it. And we, look, you. we're going to have you back here Wednesday to share again. Amen. Thank you. Thanks. Bye now. Uh-huh. We're going to take a quick break, folks. We'll be right back. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live. Our final 30 minutes of today's program. And, uh, you know, this, this, um, a good Bible verse uh, for this whole event, which uh, personifies uh, the approach uh, of the pro-life movement. And, uh, and again, I just want to thank uh, Chris and Diana and applaud them. Uh, but Proverbs 31, 
which was uh, King Lemuel's mother uh, advising him. Uh, and she said to her son, uh, which is, uh, this is the Lord singing this to us. Open your mouth and speak for those who cannot speak, those appointed for destruction. And these little innocent ones, they, are, they truly are appointed for destruction. And if Planned Parenthood was really, truly about Planned Parenthood and not, it's really child sacrifice on the level of Baal worship, B-A-A-L. You know, Google that, look that up, Baal. Or in the original language, it was, it was pronounced Baal. Um, maybe even with a different little sound. I, I, I don't do that Middle Eastern um, tongue very well, but Baal. But, you know, we, we, we've anglicized it to Baal. And this is, this is the, the, the absolute face of evil. Okay, and, you know, Jeremiah says, will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, and offer sacrifices to Baal? And this is what's happening. And so these ones that are appointed for destruction absolutely cannot speak for themselves. Uh, but yet and still, these this, there's this battle in society and, and, you know, and people want to feel like they are when they vote for someone or if they show up and they volunteer or they write a check, you know, which they are even more invested in the ideology that that person espouses if they go that extra step more than just casting a vote. OK, but to be a volunteer to 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 give money, you you really uh, you're really buying into the ideology uh, then and. You know, and I think people want to feel like what they're doing is of good, okay? But there's, when you have these opposites, they they both cannot be right, okay? They just they just can't be, and you can't say, well, you know, they're both a little bit right and a little bit wrong. I mean, the the differences are just too stark, okay? Uh, and and you go down. You go down the list and you have one side, they will say, oh, well, you Christian conservatives, you all are evil. You all are wrong. You all are mistaken. Whatever, you know, a, a, a line of attack they want to take. And then on our side, you know, we get to say the same thing. Oh, you neoliberal Democrats, you are either wrong, mistaken, or you know better and you're just evil, okay? And this is a situation where a little bit of investigation, you, you know, you, 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 these are things you can, cannot really take lightly. You, is, you, you can't just roll the dice. You can't just say, which is this is what most people do. It's just it's, it's historic, okay? You're brought up, you know, it's like me being a Steeler fan, you know, I don't even know what the Steelers' record was this year, but you know, I think I heard someone say that they really stank it up this year. Uh, but I'm still a Steeler fan. I don't, I don't even know who plays for them anymore. <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm still a Steeler fan because I grew up as a Steeler fan. And so this is, you know, Democrats are like that. 
Republicans are like that. And, you know, people in the, you know, the, 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 uh, the, uh, church denomination that they attend or the particular congregation they attend. Typically they inherit that and there's no active choice made. And so, you know, my prayer is that well, one of the benefits of listening to a radio broadcast like the really real deal here. And one of the benefits of going to our website, the really real deal.com is that it will engender conversation and it will cause us to examine, uh, even if you end up holding on to it, examine it, have the courage to examine what other people have given to you, whether that's parents, grandparents, uh, school teachers, friends, whatever. Examine it. And if it be true, hold on to it. And if it be false, cast it aside. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. How can you call me brother when you don't? What if I'm far from home? Oh, brother, I will hear you call. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here. Final 15 minutes of today's program. Uh, if you'd like to participate, the number is 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. And, uh, yeah, and you heard the giving ad there, and so I would like to remind you again, uh, freedom is not free. And uh, if you would like to uh, participate uh, as a watchman on the wall standing uh, right here beside your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Uh, we would appreciate uh, your support. Of course, I appreciate all. We get all types of support, uh, prayer support, caller support, uh, you know, attaboys and all that's uh, good. We, You know, sometimes I get invited to speak, and that's always an honor. Um, really, really honored and looking forward to uh, speaking at the um, Commonwealth for Life uh, event this Thursday. And uh, but then there are those that they 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 honor us and they honor the Lord and the work that we do uh, with their financial support. So we really uh, we really greatly uh, appreciate that. And um, so uh, continue to do that. You who are doing it and uh, you who uh, may be new. And uh, sometimes I forget to give this message out because, <laughs> you know, we're in a uh, I'm in somewhat of a new time slot now. So we probably have a lot of uh, new listeners that are unfamiliar with uh, who is this hatchet man uh, uh, here? Who is this guy, Brother Craig, the hatchet man, and uh, uh, talking all his smack? <laughs> anyway, um, you know, we're just uh, trying to do what I think the Lord would have us to do, which is to uh, be bold, uh, be as bold as a lion. And, um, you know, of course, there's a time for everything. And in the times that we live in, uh, I, I quoted you Proverbs 31, open your mouth and speak for those who cannot speak, those appointed for destruction. And so when you when we open our mouths, mouths and, and speak, you know, how do we do that? Uh, do we do that uh, with meekness, with mildness? You know, there's another Bible verse that says, if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare himself for war? And that's uh, that's something to think about there. And I think this is one of the reasons why we've 
we're losing the culture. And because we are losing the culture, uh, this is the reason why so many of the political battles are being lost. And so, you know, you get to the place where you see what the uh, law that was passed in the state of New York, and then you see how close it came to becoming law in Virginia. And all of a sudden, you know, folks are riled up. You see, now I've been riled up over these people for years and years, for decades. Okay. I've been riled up over these people. And so, um, it's, if, if we get riled up early, uh, then there's, there's, there's less need to get riled up late. Okay. It's, it's, it's you know, it's like corporal punishment, uh, to your children. I would give my, my children, uh, light spankings when they were very, very young. And, uh, and as a result of that, as they became teenagers, I no longer had to spank them. Okay. Because they, for the most part, they just wanted my approval. Okay. And so the spanking signaled to them in a, in a strong way that their actions had met with the disapproval of their father. And so perhaps it is that what we see in society is our heavenly father telling us that uh, our actions have met with his disapproval. And, and again, uh, you know, to repeat something that I said earlier in the program, you know, there are two types of sins, uh, sins of commission and sins of omission. And, you know, those that uh, willingly, use the free will that God gave them. God gave it to them now. Okay. And so, uh, and it's up to us as individuals, what we do with that freedom. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, the poor man crying that, um, uh, Bill Gates has more money than him. And God didn't give Bill Gates a 50 hour week. He gave Bill Gates a 24 hour week and he gave the poor man a 24 hour week and he gave each man free will. Okay, so what are you going to do with your 24 hours? You know, seven days a week, 365 days a year, what are you going to do? Bill Gates never took a vacation until he was in his 50s. So, you know, he worked a lot. And um, so what are we going to do with our freedom that God gave us? And so these people that do evil and wickedness, uh, whether that's Governor Northam, whether that's Justin Fairfax, you know, whether that was, you know, the late Ted Kennedy, whomever, okay? It, it, you know, it does not matter, the late John McCain, how he went out, you know, with evil and wickedness and hatred on his lips, okay? I don't want that man coming to my funeral. You know, God gave him the free will to say that. Now, he could have said something kind. He could have said, well, you know, we've, had a battle and um, I'm at the end of my road. Maybe it's time to bury the hatchet. Let's just shake hands and maybe I'll see you on the other side. Um, so it's the same thing in this battle of the, uh, the life issue. Uh, it's the same in these battles with these racial issues. Okay. Um, it's really, really very, very simple. And it's real simple to ascertain which side is friendly towards you and it and it's irrelevant what race you are and it's irrelevant what gender you are it really is okay black white male female hispanic rich poor it really matters not okay uh what we're dealing with is truth and falsehood 
And it is very, very easy, very easy to ascertain. And it's very easy to see that there are people in the public uh, who are who have, who are public people that actively do evil. And then there are people that say with their lips, I'm going to oppose them. And then they don't do it, which is a sin of omission. You fail to do that which you said with your lips that you were going to do. Okay. And so I just applaud everyone, even though it's a little late in the game, I want to applaud everyone for stepping up and coming. And I, my prayer is that we even exceed the 3000 that so far have shown interest. Anyway, we're going to take our final break of today and we'll come back and wrap up today's program. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. back to the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here, wrapping up another fantastic edition of The Really Real Deal. And I do invite you all to check out our website, thereallyrealdeal.com. And when you do, uh, a window will pop up, and uh, please don't exit out. It's a, it's a safe website. Uh, we paid the upcharge to make it um, uh, safe, and you'll see up at the top, it will say secure. Now, a lot of websites you go to, they say unsecure. Ours says secure. So it's a safe website. Uh, feel free to go there, thereallyrealdeal.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And uh, what will happen is every time uh, I post something on the website, whether it's um, a video of, um, you know, we do, we, we have uh, the hatchet cam here in the studio and uh, it, the video goes out on Facebook Live. And, you know, sometimes we'll put them on YouTube also. And uh, we're looking at getting it, getting that more streamlined. Some, some changes will be coming uh, soon as we uh, bring more manpower uh, on, online here. And um, so, or, or whether I write an article or whatever, you know, we're always putting content up. So every time new content goes out, it generates a newsletter that you would get in your email that next morning. So uh, and particularly if you're new to the program, and I know we have uh, many, many listeners out there that have been listening for uh, for 10 years, quite a few that they call up sometime. They say, and I'm always amazed. They've been listening the whole 10 years I've been on the air. I'm like, wow. Okay. That's, um, that's good. And you know, and it's really, that's an honor. Uh, it really is. But anyway, we've, um, had a good program, I think, and uh, you know we've 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 we we have a, a a tough situation we're dealing with, but uh, people are stepping up and making their voices heard. Uh, and Thursday uh, coming up, the seventh of February, 
Uh, we will be at the Capitol grounds. I will be there. And I pray that many of you out there uh, would come as well. And so with that, we're just going to say uh, we're going to see you tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to ask uh, my Heavenly Father, as I always do, that the Lord would bless you and keep you, that the Lord would make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, that the Lord would lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you, America. I'm going to see you right here tomorrow. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station. Good night. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom. And they can't take that